the Gospel of the Lord. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, it's wonderful for Abbot Hugh and myself to be with you. I'm Father Stephen. We've come not far from Chelmsford, and we're familiar with this parish. We're good friends with Father Kevin. We've been invited before. It's lovely to be back in this parish, which I think is the jewel in the crown of the diocese. A beautiful place, and you're very lucky to have this wonderful church dedicated to Our Lady of Lourdes and St. Joseph. And as we begin this mission here this week, we place ourselves under their protection, under their intercession. It's wonderful to begin something like this with you, with a solemn mass, and we'll end it with a solemn mass too. But this isn't really the beginning because you've already been planning for this for several months. I know you've been praying for it. You've had a lovely mission prayer and your thoughts and your inner preparations have been going on for a while. So thank you for that. As we begin, it's wonderful to think of so many blessings that the Lord and Our Lady has in store for us this week. We heard in the scripture this Sunday that the vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. The prophet gives us a key to understanding that story, which is continued in the psalm. It's a favourite theme of the Old Testament. And our Lord takes it up again. He would take it up several other times as well. In his parable of the evil tenants in the vineyard, we know what the vineyard is. It's the house of Israel. What about in the New Testament? Well, St. Paul tells us that we are the new Israel as members of the church. So the vineyard is the church for us as well. How is that vineyard doing? The mission is a good opportunity to examine how we're doing. We prayed in that psalm that the Lord would visit this vine and protect it the vine his right hand has planted. And this little vine here in Leon Sea is part of the great vineyard of the church. Didn't our Lord say, I am the vine and you are the branches? Let's see how the branch is doing. A mission is a good opportunity to examine ourselves, to look at the church carefully. Now obviously, when it comes to the whole Catholic church, the Pope and the bishops have a duty to check the vine from time to time, make sure it's all right. The message in your newsletters this week from our bishop, Alan, shows his care and solicitude for your parish, part of the vine of Brentwood Diocese. Visit this vine, Lord, and protect it, the vine thy right hand has planted. A mission is an opportunity for renewal of this vine, to come and prune and feed and water and do all the things we need to do that we might produce fruit fruit that will last. Our Lord wants us to be in union with him. Apart from me, he said, you can do nothing. Remain with me as branches are connected to the vine. And so we want to deepen our relationship with Christ this week, that we might be fruitful, bear fruit. The Lord said to the disciples in that parable that the vineyard would be taken away from those evil tenants and given to others who would produce fruit. And he symbolises in a way that his hearers would have clearly understood that the old Israel was just one people, the chosen people of God, but that the chosen people now 
after Christ and his new covenant in his blood is all of us. Not just one particular people, but all peoples. Isn't that the word, the meaning of the word Catholic? All peoples, by virtue of our baptism, belong to a worldwide family of the church. The vineyard of the Lord, universal. I'm sure if we were to look honestly at the vine, as it were, you would see a mixture of good things and bad. Because we're imperfect creatures, we do our best. You're all part of the good, you're here, it's Sunday, you're honouring the Lord's day, you're putting Christ at the centre of your lives. There's already much good fruit. What about, though, the sour grapes mentioned in the Old Testament? Do we not sometimes produce those as well? Well, of course we do. And as we look around the church, universal as much as local, we see things to be proud of and things to be happy with and other things to be worried about, troubling things. We can face ourselves in this mission with confidence in God's mercy. I want you to be confident rather than afraid because a lot of missions in the past were often, at least the images, that they were preached by vociferous redemptorists, pulpit banging and getting everyone to go to confession. Well, we do hope you go to confession, but we won't have any of those stories. I heard one of a redemptorist priest, I think it's all there is the redemptorists because seem to get the, the uh, rap for this. A very good order, of course, still. But one redemptorist priest went to hear confessions, and halfway through the queue, he opens the door, shouts down the line, I want to hear some real sins. Slap the door, carry on. Well, you won't hear that this week. We will be kind. But I do want you to have recourse to the sacraments in a special way this week to come with confidence in the mercy of God to the confessional and to Mass. Let's love the sacraments more and realise that they are moments of encounter with Christ and we miss them or postpone them at our peril. Confident, yes. And yet, there is a slight sense of urgency with any mission, isn't there? There's a sign that I often see in sacristies, particularly on the continent, um, just inside the sacristy door, so that the priest might see it as he goes out to say Mass. And they usually say something like this, O priest, say this Mass as if it were your first Mass, as if it were your last Mass, as if it were your only Mass. Secret primam, secret ultimam, secret unicam. What a wonderful thought for the priest, that he ought to say Mass with devotion, the same devotion he had at his very first Mass, as if it were the very last time he would ever say Mass, or the only time in his life that he would be able to say Mass. Beautiful thought. I think any mission or retreat, spiritual exercises, have something of the same message. I hope it's not the first time that our Lord will give you this opportunity, nor the last. But we must take it as if it were the only or the last. We don't know when our Lord will next stretch out his hand to us. We should make every retreat, every mission, as if it were our last opportunity to come to Almighty God. The future is one thing we do not know. What we do have is the present, to sanctify it, to change now. And that urgency is part of the Gospel. St Paul says, the charity of Christ, the love of Christ, urges us. Caritas Christi urget nos. Urges us pushes us on, compels us, controls us in a way, the word means pushes us to it. That sense of urgency can be part of a good mission as well. There's no time like the present, and there's something about the Christian message that tells us 
don't delay. Do it now. The gospel needs to be preached now. The world around us needs to hear it now. Our society, our parish, our town needs to be re-enchanted with the faith of our fathers now. There's no time like the present. And God gives us a week of present time to give to him that we might deepen our relationship with him, have confidence in his mercy, and then what? The word mission, of course, means sending out, to send forth. To evangelise is what we must do. Evangelisation isn't just a tag word that the diocese likes to use at the moment. It's integral to the Christian life. But boy, is it difficult. Evangelising is not easy. It's hard to stand up for our faith in a world that hates it. It's hard to be confident in our faith if we're even not that sure of it. And we're not sure how to put things across in a way that people will understand and be convinced by. Don't worry. A mission is an opportunity to gain some of that knowledge and confidence. And no, we're not all going to go and stand on a soapbox in the marketplace. I don't think it would be a very effective way of doing it anyway. But we do want to be able to be confident evangelizers of the world around us. Confident because we bring Christ to others by our example, by our own faith, by that indescribable subtle joy within us that other people remark upon and want for themselves. Of course they do. And you know what? The world is waiting for it. The world is thirsting for a Catholic witness with a few answers. Not all the answers, but a few. And certainly joy and purpose. And we can have that. Almighty God wants to give it to us and wants to give it to us in abundance. Huge gifts of faith are waiting for us this week. So how is the vine doing? As I said, perhaps well in parts and less well in other parts. To continue the metaphor this week though, the weather is going to be fine on this vine. God's grace will provide a sunshine and a warmth. There will be the living water springing up to eternal life to water this vine, to feed us, to keep us in his grace. And we will be under the protection of our Blessed Lady at all times, who, when our Lord turned something ordinary into something extraordinary at the wedding at Cana, turning water into wine, she is our example, telling us, do whatever he tells you. From this fruit of the vine, a new wine will be produced. Wine to cheer man's heart, as the psalmist says. So come along. Get a sense of the urgency this week of the message of the gospel. Come and join in as much as you can. Coming to Mass each day, if you are able, and to the talks, particularly the ones in the evening, where there'll be a little service as well. And use us. We're here for you this week. If you want to chat or a spiritual talk or confession, just ask. We're here for you. You won't be abusing our presence at all. It'll be a pleasure and a privilege. We're here at your service this week. So, let's make it as if it were our last chance. I hope it won't be. I'm sure it won't be for most of us. Let's hope not. But let's use it as if it were. Almighty God gives us such a great grace this week to enter into a deeper relationship with him. Let's entrust ourselves to the care of Our Lady of Lourdes, to the care of St. Joseph and all the saints, that we might enter into this opportunity with confidence in the mercy of God. 
and with faith in the future. God has so much in store for us. With that, it's wonderful to be with you, and may God bless us all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.